be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago. Not really live though. Well, I, mean, I say it every week. I know, but it's not. It doesn't. It's not. Fucker, we're a recording thing. live. I guess that's the irony of it, right? Oh, I see. We're recording, recording, recording live, live but, right? But they're not listening. broadcasting. No, live. no, they're listening later. How could we record? What are we going to record? Edited? Record dead? No, man, we're doing everything live. We do every fucking thing in this studio live. Do it live. Fuck it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> okay, we'll do fair. it live. Okay, that's fair. We'll do it live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode, we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at. This is episode 304 of Cognitive Dissonance. And this episode, I want to I wanna take a moment here and just recognize, Cecil, mm-hmm. that up until just a few moments ago, yeah. our plan next week was to record on your real and actual genuine birthday. Yeah. But we decided that sucks. We moved it. We moved it. We moved <laughs> it at the behest idea. of your wife more yeah, than anything else, right? Idea. Because yeah. had your wife not intervened on your behalf... Yeah. We would have sat in this fucking studio mm-hmm. on your real and actual genuine birthday. Yeah. And we would have recorded this fucking shit show. Because <laughs> on my birthday, you're only available I just want fucking, fucking Mexican hookers. You're only available like one night a week, so I really it's, don't have much choice. No, it's two nights now. I'm fucking freed <laughs> up, bitch. Like, I'm a free agent. I'm like, I'm fucking solid gold, okay. bitch. Yeah, no. I'm a fucking Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday, man. That's fucking three. <laughs> Three days a week. I got you. I got you. Cha ching. Cha ching. But uh, I I do want to put it out there. Cecil does a tremendous, a ridiculous, a foolish amount of work for the show. All of the amounts of work. I mean, literally all the work. Pretty much all the work. I mean, like, I think he actually grabs my hips and thrusts when I fuck. (laughs) Like, that's it. Like, that's. No, now that, now that we have Patreon dollars, I outsource that. (laughs) It's a little, it's a fucking Indian dude. (laughs) <laughs> Hello, sir. It is more. Okay, I'm fucking super tired. A little left. <laughs> uh, but if you know what I what I'd like to do is is take a moment, put a plea out to our listeners, send a fucking voicemail. Wish Cecil a happy birthday. He hates this sort of thing so much. It would be delightful to me if we had an absolute ridiculous influx of of terrible, terrible, terrible. I don't even. That's terrible? not a word. Uh, that's not a word. You're trying, Sarah Palin. I'm giving it. <laughs> I'm giving it hell. Let me check my hand. See what's written there. <laughs> anyway, send us some fucking voicemails and wish Cecil a motherfucking happy birthday. The guy's so fucking old. We're not sure he's gonna see another one. <laughs> that is true. It's. That I mean, true. he's aging before me. True. It's like yeah. it's like he drank the wrong I know. cup in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, wrong cup on Last Crusade. It's like, <laughs> oh god. That was the only Cecil we had. I opened up the wrong arc. Yeah. No, but in all seriousness, I can't lose Cecil. <laughs> I don't know how to do this job. <laughs> it's like every other job I've ever had. <laughs> I 
just rely on skilled people around me I'll give to the, make me look I'm gonna better. I'm going to give him the, the number. It's 740-74-DOUBT. I'm glad you gave him the number. Yeah. I don't know what that number is. Yeah, I so don't, I don't know what the number is again, either. You'll have to figure it out with the D and the O. Oh, I don't know what it is. You've, but come, that's to what my, it is. you've come to my rescue. Yeah. But seriously, call in, uh, wish oh, no, these a happy birthday. Great, great. The best part about it is I'm not going to listen to any of them, and I'm never going to play them. He's so, turning 109, yeah. I think. I don't know what exactly the age is. 106. Thank you very <laughs> much. A, don't age Excuse me prematurely, me. bro. Pardon me. Anyway. The cool thing is, is that I'll on take our, double on our, Medicaid. The cool, the, <laughs> the cool thing is, is that on our podcast page, I'm still under 40. Yeah, right? Yeah. It doesn't say you're under 40? It still says I'm under 40. Holy as shit, we've had that updated exists. that in a long time. As long as, long as that exists, <laughs> I'm under 40, friend. Uh, yeah. Anyway, send voicemails. All right. Wish the man happy birthday. Yeah. I'm not going to remember. And I'll, I'll try to play a few of them. Uh, 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 here we go. AK-47, the very best there is. When you absolutely, positively got to kill every motherfucker in the room, except no substitute. So this first story comes from Right Wing Watch. This is Sandy Rios and her high-quality audio stream. Jeez, I gotta turn it down. Trump supporters need AR-15s to defend themselves. Well, it wasn't an AR-15 weapon. It was um, a Sig- Zigzauer MCX carbine uh, gun. It's a semi-automatic... No, no, no. The semi-automatic AR-15, which is routinely confused as being a machine gun or fully automatic weapon is one of the most popular rifles in the United States. Of course, a lot of discussion is, you know, why would anybody need that? Well, I think, you know, uh, besides besides the fact that they're very popular for, for hunting and gun owners. These are not used for hunting. No one I is mean, out. Well, they, okay, they might fine. Be, they, I'm sure there's some there's fucking some dude. some people using them for hunting, right. but it's not like this is the preferred weapon for hunting. No, no. It's, it's a, it's, it, this, is, this is a weapon that is literally designed to move from target to target. It's a design with a short barrel. Yeah. Short barrel weapons are great for moving left to right to move and transition from one target to another target in a moving stage or a moving theater, right? That's why a short barrel weapon is one of the reasons. I know we'll get fucking 100 emails about everything anybody says about guns ever, but that's part of the advantage know, yeah. of a short barreled weapon. When you and I shoot uh, clay pigeons, we both use long barrel weapons, right? We use, we use a 30-inch barrel um, which is the only thing I've ever had that's 30 inches or a long barrel. But we, it's the only, we'll both use a 30-inch barrel because a, long, a longer barrel helps you get on track on that skeet or on, on that pigeon um, and maintain that focus or maintain that track. But if you're trying to transition from target to target to target in a quick environment without having the barrel become an obstruction or an obstacle in a, in a, in a, in a small space, that short-barreled weapon is an advantage. So they're, they're, they're fucking designed... As weapons to shoot other people. They're, it's not like somebody who's like, I don't know, make the barrel shorter. Why? I don't know. I haven't thought about it. Like, these things are very well thought about. <laughs> it's not like, yeah, it's right. Like, like the guy's like, why'd you make it shorter? Because it looks sweet. I mean, it probably looks it cool, looks, dude. Super sweet, man. Like, like that. There, there are reasons yeah. for all of these. These are, these are technical engineering decisions, and there yeah. are reasons for all of them. Yeah, I remember uh, we were having a conversation that we didn't record with Thomas. We were talking about whether or not the guy in the nightclub in in Florida, whether he would have killed as many people with a pistol. Yeah, there's no and, way. And Thomas was contending that, yes, he would have probably just done as much damage with a pistol. And the there's thing no is, there, there's, the difference is, is like, if I shoot you up close, let's say, let's say I could shoot something between 15 and 30 feet with a handgun at, okay, I can maybe hit it at 30 feet, okay, but not great. 
you start getting farther out from that, I'm not hitting a lot of stuff with a handgun. I'm missing more often than I'm hitting. By a lot. By a lot. People don't understand yeah. that they have never fired. If you've never fired a handgun versus firing, and we've you and I have yeah. both done, we've yeah. done both, right? I've fired a handgun a number of times. I fired a quote-unquote assault rifle a number of times. The difference in accuracy is startling. I, I've shot, I, I remember one day specifically, we walked a, a pumpkin out 50 yards onto the field. Yeah. And we shot that pumpkin with the AR-15, and that was, I mean, it was like, it was so easy, you could close your eyes and shoot it. I could shoot five or six rounds without ever move. it would move at all. It'd be like, boom, 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 boom. No, right. as fast as I could pull the trigger and right. get on target. Yep. As fast as I could pull the trigger. Yep. And so to like, to talk about it like it's a nothing, like, oh, it's just one of these guns that they hunt with. Come on, guys. Nobody's out deer hunting. I don't want to say nobody, but if I'm going deer hunting, the likelihood of me buying like a 30 out six or a 308 versus a fucking AR 15, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna get a 308 or a 30 out six. I'm gonna go out. It's a single shot. Maybe I've got two topsies. Yeah. That's it. Like you get one shot at the animal and now you're calling it a night. Yeah. The idea that you're going out and hunting with an assault rifle is a fucking novelty gun to, to, to hunt with. Yeah. Very few people are gonna do it. The weapon is specifically designed for combat, it's a combat weapon. Everything about its design, its short barrel, its its ability to move on target, its recoil reduction system, all of the weapon system involved in the manufacture of that gun is an anti-personnel weapon. That's its yeah. that is its actual function. That's why if you go to a gun store and you talk to people about this weapon as a home defense weapon, they will sell you all the features that the manufacturer has told them about about how it is a great self-defense weapon. Not because fucking deer are breaking into your home and looting your fucking shit, right? It's not like you're going to be like, oh, it's a 10-point buck. Steal my plasma screen. That's never fucking happened. It's like rooting around in your refrigerator like, hey, you got any corn left? Uh, I think the fact that we are in great danger. We're in great danger? What yeah. are we in great danger? What's the great danger? At the at the the latest part of the night, when talking like 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning, when it's, you know, when nobody's out, I can walk from this studio to my house. Sure. And this is that's a that's at several miles. Yeah, I do not know that I would I would I would be alert, but I don't know that I would feel like I was in danger. Yeah, I've never. I I mean, I'm trying to think like great. I mean, really great you could, danger. And, and out where you live, you could fucking pass out on the sidewalk with a money clip full of money. <laughs> right, it's true. And and someone would wake you up eventually and be like, and they they might even put it in your pocket. It, that is honestly you know what I mean. True. Like it was yeah. like they would they would yeah. it would be in a the rare, western suburbs. Yeah, it would be a rare occasion that someone would yeah. probably try to steal from a in drunk the western guy. suburbs. Somebody yeah. would be like, sir, sir. It's okay. Let me sing you a nice lullaby. Yeah. I'm like, they'll like they'll like pick you up like a child right. and rock you to sleep, <laughs> right? and like, then tuck you in. They'll take you home. And they will open your door and they'll tuck you in, and they'll put a fucking glass of water by your bed. Right. Might be a reason why we would need it. And I heard a great mm, explanation from a gun and uh, gun expert uh, that the the problem is one of the battles right now with police is that they need to be armed at least as well. As the the drug cartels, uh, as the Islamists, uh, uh, as the you know whoever is getting guns, they need to have at least the ability to uh, have the same kind of firepower as these would be killers. What? What? Wait, what? I'm sure there's fucking cartel people out there with like a fucking M60. Like, am I supposed to have an M60 because someone in a cartel somewhere has one? Uh, 
why as a random citizen should I be as well armed as a fucking drug cartel or a fucking Islamic terrorist? Like RPGs for everybody. Exactly. I don't give a fuck. Right. And Let's, that's the same You know what thing. I'm going to do? I'm going to fucking fill my car full of fucking fertilizer bombs. Like, <laughs> are you kidding, kidding right? That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. What do I've never had to protect myself against anybody? If somebody wants to bomb a thing and I happen to be in the thing, I'm not going to be like, you bomb me? Fuck you, bro. I'm going to bomb you right back. And I know what people will say. They'll, they'll, they'll point to that one example or a handful of examples of super heavily armed fucking super bad guys who are fucking wearing the Kevlar vest. Oh, I remember those people. You know, and, they're, and, and like the police yeah. couldn't shoot them down. And there was just like, I'm going to have a super standoff. And they had a fucking super standoff. And it sucked ass, and it happened like 10 years ago, and it hasn't happened since. Fine, they're going to point to that shit, and they're going to be like, see what happens? Okay, fine. But here's what the police have, and we forget about this all the time. They have more police. Yeah. No matter how many bad guys you have, the police are like, hang on a minute, man. Let me get my phone. Beep, beep, diddle, doo. <laughs> hey, guys. Anyway, I'm the police. Totes like some more police. Yeah. And more police show up. And if that's not enough to like... Hold on, guys. Let's call some, I don't know, more police. They, they, there's a never-ending supply of police. Right? Yeah. Even when it's like, not like Terminator where you go in and kill all the police officers. Right? Where, where Terminator <laughs> walks in the room and he kills all the police officers, and then they're just like, hey, we're out of police officers. Right, that's it. That was we oh, put them all in one room. Just, you know, I put them all in one place, and the Terminator came in and killed them all. Like, you ever watch Cops? Did you watch Cops as a kid? Mm -hmm. All right. I watch cops with my dad, right? We I, is that show still what on? What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? All right, dude. I watch. I used to watch cops with my dad, and one thing that, that struck me then and strikes me now is like they're like, yeah, this dude's a bad dude, so we're gonna take him down. And fucking like forty cops show up, and they all have every gun imaginable, right? They're covered like fucking gun porcupines, yeah, right. And then they've got battering rams, uh -huh. and they're and battering dogs. rams and dogs yeah. and bats and yeah. fucking eagles and shit. <laughs> they're like, and then like there's like they one got dude. fucking one robot that rolls <laughs> up there, like right, <laughs> fucking Johnny Five opens the door for him. They're like hucking fucking yeah. grenades yeah. at that fucking pig. Yeah, they're like. This house is dangerous. Kaboom! Yeah. Boom! Like 40 dudes storm in. The dude's just like, oh. The guy's eating. in his tidy white right. getting a beer out of the icebox. <laughs> He's like, yeah. oh, I was eating Frankenberries. Uh, <laughs> his fucking ears are now bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's crying in a heap on the ground. I know. Yeah. And, and every time it's because what it is, it's like, like and, it's, and they're right to do it, right? They don't play fair, right? It's not like, let's meet on the hill after school and have exactly, a fist fight. Right? No one's doing that shit. But this is all predicated on some fucking Clint Eastwood, mano a mano, one on one fucking bullshit. Yeah. Like, my gun's got to be bigger than your gun because yeah. what if your gun was big? I don't know. What if you had fucking 30 snipers on the roof? Doesn't matter how big your gun <laughs> yeah, is. You can have a tank. Right? Yeah. I'm actually banking on doesn't matter how big your gun is, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, it's every, you're right. Everybody's thinking like, I know what you're thinking. Did he shoot six shots? <laughs> right. Five. It's like everybody has that right. same idea. Everybody right. thinks it's the old West. And like, there's that, there's that narrative yeah. that there's going to be this gunfight, that you're going to have this opportunity. The, the very best thing you can hope for is to get away alive if somebody pulls a gun on you. That's the best thing you can hope for. That's the best thing I always hope That's for when thing. I meet people in general. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that, you know, the, the argument can be made for American citizens. We, we have to be able to protect ourselves. Obviously. You know, I think about those, um, this did not go to the level of guns, thank God, but remember those protests against, uh, at a Donald Trump rally in California? 
where a, a man in a wheelchair was attacked, a woman was attacked, not attacked, but she was hit by eggs in the face. And oh, so let's shoot everybody. Somebody got hit with an egg in the face, and let's fucking shoot them with an AR-15. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Your example is that a woman got fucking egged. Look, look, nobody should fucking chuck no, absolutely uh, an not. egg You're at an old lady, right? right? Absolutely right. Fucking 100% of the time, don't chuck eggs at ladies. That's fucking rude as fuck. Yeah. But way more rude is shooting them with an assault rifle. <laughs> For so. throwing an egg at you. Right. I, and, and that's the thing about, that's the other thing about this vigilante ideal that they seem to have is that everything has a death sentence to it. Right. 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 So you try to steal from me, that's a death sentence. Yep. You try to break into my house, that's a death sentence. You try to rape me, that's a death sentence. You try to, you, you say the wrong thing to me. That could death be sentence. a death sentence. Yep. You egg my house, that could be a death sentence. It's all these things. It's like these people are ready to go for their guns at any moment, and everything is a death sentence. There's a reason why we have an arbitrary third party outside of us that is ready to uh, to basically decide whether or not something was right or wrong and then so, meet out punishment. Like a system yeah. where injustice is decided? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hold on a minute. We what could, should we I think we could call it. call that? Hmm. Some kind of a... System of justice, a, a league maybe, a, a justice, justice league. league. I justice don't know. league, I like it. <laughs> I don't know what we should call it. Now, the concern, obviously, is if this isn't, isn't bottled up in San Francisco, this kind of nonsense, then it's going to be spreading across the entire fruited plain, and you're going to be going to your Burger King in Des Moines, Iowa, and you're going to have a rainbow-colored wrapper for your Whopper. So this is also from Right Wing Watch. This is actually great. So... The um, marriage equality bill is about a year old now. It's a little over a year old. Um, And there were some right-wing predictions about marriage equality. They said, you know, there was a lot of doom and gloom and and crazy bullshit that was called out about what was going to happen. This is Mike Huckabee and his predictions. This is where the battle is the hottest. And right now, our freedoms are on fire. (laughs) She's she's sitting. Our freedoms are on fire. She's sitting in front of a campfire. So, and that's what you hear crackling in the background. Our freedoms are on fire, Cecil. (laughs) Whose freedoms are on fire? It doesn't even make any sense. It's a fucking, it's an inanimate thing. How are they on fire? What, what, like, it's just, it's like, you just look like the camera pans over into the fire, and it's nothing but fucking, like, little Native American kids and bald eagles all flaming, like, <laughs> like, what, did we stoke the fires with, like, the actual Constitution? I think she mispronounced, I think she was saying freedom fries. But just, what yeah. the fuck? The attack against the freedom of speech, the freedom of conscience, and the freedom of religion has come to Main Street, to the business you own, and the place where you work. What kind of freedom of speech do we have if a person who expresses a biblical viewpoint about marriage is told they can't open their businesses in a location? Nobody nobody says you can't open your business in a location. Did Did I miss a fucking memo? I mean, what would they say? There's no, what location? Unless it's like fucking, unless it's like um, a, a, a company that punches gay people. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, I'm trying to think of like what it would be where they'd be like, no, you're not welcome here. Well, I also want to know what's the location. Yeah. Sorry, not going to work out. This is a gay friendly street. And that's not a thing. It's gay friendly zoned. Right. Yeah. This is not a thing. You probably remember what uh, came as a result. We suggested let's have Chick-fil-A Appreciation Day. And millions of people locked up across the country to simply buy a chicken sandwich and say, I hate gay people. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Do you hate they, gay people and like chicken sandwiches? Millions of people lined well? up and said, eh, fried chicken and hating on the gays? I'm yeah, in. Millions of people lined up and said, you like chicken too, huh? Right. Yeah. I mean, the, the Chick-fil-A 
uh, phenomena that happened right afterwards was not a sustainable phenomena, right? That's the thing. That, that's the thing that Chick-fil-A understood from that. Was they got that, a blip. Was that they got a blip from it. It's right. not a sustained, it's not every day people are lining up around the block because they didn't like gay people. Right. It's one day a bunch of people came out and showed their support. And that's the thing that I think that Chick-fil-A doesn't care about. We talked about this before. Chick-fil-A, does, they're, you know, it's a blip on there because they make so much money anyway and they're a nationwide business. It doesn't matter. But Bob's fucking cake shop, if Bob's cake shop refuses to do a gay person, right? They yeah, refuse right. to do gay cake. They might get a blip of support, but they don't get sustained support from the bigot community, right? Because there's only so many cakes that the bigots need. Right. You know, you need to be able it's to not branch a out. Exactly. Yeah. It's not yeah. sustainable. Right. And and that's the thing I think that pisses these people off the most is that is that other people are voting with their dollars and it makes them super mad that they're doing it. They get like because they're voting be, against this idea. Super mad yeah. about it. It was it's like, so oh. Mad. Well, okay. well, I can't even, they can't even have a business anymore with a biblical viewpoint. It's like, well, if I don't like your viewpoint, I just won't shop there. Sure. Well, why don't you give us more your money? Well, because I, that's, I get yeah. to make this decision. I get I'm, to vote where yeah, my money goes. Exactly. I'm just as allowed to be appalled by your biblical viewpoint as you are to have your biblical viewpoint. Yeah. Your biblical viewpoint. Yeah. You can think all this crazy fucking 2,000 year old nonsense about how the world works. Yep. I actually don't even care. I only care in the sense that I'm just going to be like, that's not the store I buy shit from. We affirm the right of believers to take a biblical stand. When the government mandates public endorsement of sin, it's not just the bakers and photographers who suffer. It's the printers, the fire chiefs. Fire chiefs? What, are they got to put out flamers? Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) The fire chief, the fire chief's like, oh, I didn't want to put out that gay house. But I guess now I have to. Thanks, Obama. I didn't want to put out that crop fire because they were planted in the same row. Uh, thanks, Obama. Adoption agencies, bed and breakfasts, facility owners. Wait, what facility? Just every facility? <laughs> Any facility that well, you just have. Just wait a minute. Facility yeah. is such a general term. Facility. <laughs> Do you own a facility? I don't even know. Yeah, they should, they should have just fucking... said general managers. Right. Like, I don't even know what a facility <laughs> entails. Like, Counselors, broadcasters, students, teachers, and groups like InterVarsity Christian Fellowship, the Knights of Columbus, and the Salvation Army. And now under attack is anyone who ever ran for public office and anyone who ever will. <laughs> it's the past and the future. It is. And, and the thing is, is she's right. She is right, though. But they're not under attack. Well, Bernie no. Sanders isn't under attack. I know, but... but like, look at... Like, but you say under yeah. attack. They, they use the words under attack, but... The thing is, is what we're saying, what, what I think our side is saying is we'll know. Yeah. We right. will know yeah. whether or not you gave money to somebody in the past that was pro or anti-gay marriage, whether or not you, uh, you know, you, uh, you had uh, some kind of awful, shitty Facebook post on your wall or whether you tweeted some awful shit about gay people or, you know, we'll know. Right. We'll know in the future. Yeah. You can't hide unless from your you, own ideas. Unless you scrub the fuck out of your past before you right. step up. You're never going to be elected. You know, that's something that occurs to me all the time, right? Like, we do this show, obviously. I've said some crazy shit on this show. And I know, I know that because of what we've said on this show, I couldn't run for fucking dog catcher, right? That's just the truth. Yeah. I don't care. I don't want to be fucking dog catcher, right? But I understand that there's a price to be paid for the speech that I that I enjoy. Yeah. And that's just, that is what it is. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. This I've, is inconsequence-free right. speech. I, re- I have reconciled myself 
you know, there's, there, but that's, that's true of any life decision, right? Any decision you make in your life, you have to look at and say, look, I'm going to pay a penalty. I'm going to pay some kind of price. I, I know that, that whatever decision that I make, there's a responsibility to that decision that's going to carry forward in my life. And you have to be able to look at that and say like, all right, some of these things are not going to be good. I'm not going to be happy about how this, you know, follows me for the next 15, 10, 20 years, whatever it happens to be. But that's part of fucking being a human being in the world, right? There is nothing we do that's consequence free. Yeah. This bullshit, this bullshit attempts to have it both ways. It's some fucking both ways nonsense. It's like, well, look at us. We're, you know, being persecuted. We're being beaten up. We're being, no, people are just pointing at your own words. You know, Right Wing Watch is the best at doing this. They are the fucking level yeah, best, that's, that's and that's why, why we grab them constantly. Yeah. Because, it's different than the Raw story because there's no editorializing. Right. It's just all we're doing is playing your own oh, words. hang on a minute. Let me play a clip of you yeah. saying what you said. Exactly. And then people get pissed off like, oh, you fucking took me out of context. Really? Here's a longer clip? Yeah. It doesn't get better. Yeah. Phil Robertson from the uh, famous and successful show Duck Dynasty made some comments that, well, they might have been a little on the edge in terms of the manner in which he said them, but they were consistent again with Christian beliefs of people all over America and the world. Which comments? Are we talking about the ones where he hated gays or the ones where he hoped that the atheist person would get skinned alive? A&E, the network that had made a lot of money off the Robertson family, initially decided to yank them off the air, but the outcry was such they finally had to reverse that decision just for money yeah what are you what are you fucking kidding me like let's not pretend a and e is a business all they care about is business it's like we're gonna do like they had a product people were upset about the product they're like maybe we'll get rid of the product people are like we like the product well here's your product back yeah that's all that that was in that decision that decision is they don't care about phil robertson at all phil robertson could fucking die he could be replaced by fucking like animated connects yeah. and it would be fine. Nobody would care if fucking A&E got to make the same amount of money. They literally don't care at all. In both of these cases, it was a matter of people who are politically correct somehow wanting to tell Christians to just shut up and go away. Jesus told his disciples, shut up, go away. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are paying pain in my ass. Uh, You're watching. I can't even jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather get nailed to that I wanna, cross. I want to fuck this hole in my hand and keep <laughs> peeking around the corner. That they weren't supposed to shut up and go away. And he told them right here at Caesarea Philippi. So I couldn't think of any better it's place to say it than here. It sounds like a dish at Olive Garden. Caesarea Philippi. <laughs> I'll have uh, Caesarea Philippi. No and, anchovies on that. And That's fucking can weird. can I have the never-ending bread bowl, too? <laughs> I am the lizard queen. Chapter six this week, Tom. Oh uh, man, what a what a doozy it was! Of, of the biggest secret by let me David take this Ike. Glass off let my me, book here. Uh, let me tell you what. Hang on. Oh, this was a this was a winner. This one's called. I uh, like this one because it was short. Rule Britannia. Britannia. Yeah. Rule, rule some Britannia. Britannia. I was super excited, Cecil, because I got home from vacation last night, and it was late. It was kind of a long day, you know, travel, all that shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, I got to read that fucking thing. And it was like 11 pages long. It still took like 35 minutes. It still takes a long time. The thing is so bad. It doesn't. This one is just a list of names and places. It's all just a list of names and places. Seriously. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Because I know we're going to go into this. And I know that this isn't going to mean anything to anybody. But honestly, it is just a list of places. Like there's huge parts. Here, listen to this. It's just grabbing from page 130. 
Anna Campbell, Countess of Belcaris and Abigail, the governess of the young Prince William and Archibald Campbell, first Duke of Argyll, was alongside him when he sailed to England in 1688 to remove the sitting monarch, James II. The fuck am I supposed to do with that? You named, in one sentence, you named one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people seven, in one sentence. Seven very dead people. I could yeah. What am I? I don't know any of these people. <laughs> They could all be at a fucking family reunion for me. <laughs> they could be fucking four of them sucking my dick, and I wouldn't remember three of their names. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the whole fucking chapter was like that. Well, the whole the, I think the whole two chapters before were like this too. They, they were. They're, but, they're 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 just the same. It's all the same like naming stuff. It's just names of people. So I have a quiz. I'm going to read to you. I got it one too. Okay, okay great. So I'll go first. <clears throat> all right. The entrance to the city of London's financial center is marked by... <laughs> this is great. A, a man in a tweed suit with a monocle. <laughs> B, a large canvas bags with green embroidered pound sign on them. C, a rainbow that leads to a pot of gold. Or D, statues of winged reptiles <laughs> holding a red cross on a white shield. I think it's D. <laughs> it is D. It's D. I think I'm making these too easy. This is great. Which of the following wealthy families are Aryan reptile financial wizards? <laughs> right. A, Rockefellers. B, Oppenheimers. C, McDucks. <laughs> D, A and B. A and B. That's great. McDucks. I like it. Last one. Last question. Oh, this is great. From London, the reptile elite dictate, uh, dictate policy and agendas to all their other blank all over the world. Brood mothers, <laughs> lizard kings, branch managers, branch managers. or cashiers. <laughs> it's, it's, it's C, branch managers. This is great. Branch, they have, they have, a, they have a system, Tom. They have a system. You know, when I think of a reptile branch manager, I think of a reptile sitting there eating fucking bugs off a branch. <laughs> That's what I think of as a branch manager. You've got a head for no management. Not, I do not think of a <laughs> lizard. A lizard in a suit. A little, he's got his little necktie. That's so great. Oh, it's adorable. All right, I got All a right. quiz for you, buddy. Okay. According to Ike, the banking system is run by corrupt rip reptile people. We know this is true because A, money is green and textured, mimicking the scales of a reptile. <laughs> <laughs> B, the eyes of the people on our money never blink, representing the dead, <laughs> soulless gaze of our reptile overlords. And they follow you across the room if you move the bill. C, Banks are often hot and uncomfortable because they are temper temperature controlled for cold-blooded reptiles. <laughs> <laughs> D, banks don't go in the back and actually print more paper money every time they make a loan. I think it's D. It is D. It is D. All right. How could a small island nation control much of the world? A, they can't unless that small island nation is run by reptile people, in which case they can because something, something bloodlines. <laughs> B, because the island of Britain. <laughs> I'm going to skip. Wait a minute. Okay, wait a minute. Right. There's still some good ones in here. Right. B, because the island of Britain is the nexus for the shocker of the earth, giving it great power. C, by puffing out its lower mandible and appearing bigger than you might think. <laughs> D, a stiff upper lip. <laughs> I, think, I think C and D are connected. <laughs> uh, All right. According to Ike's laundry list of involved parties, who's really running the show? A, 
the Jews. B, not not the Jews. <laughs> C, the non-Gentiles. D, the Jews. But Jews aren't real, but it's still the Jews. Jews. <laughs> I kind of think it's all the above. <laughs> and uh. then finally, ending apartheid in South Africa was a farce because A, probably the Jews again. B, lizard Jews. <laughs> C, <laughs> Nelson Mandela faked the whole thing. Or D, uh, let's see. all the country's problems didn't immediately evaporate with the advent of racial freedoms. <laughs> let's see. D. Let's see. It's, both, it's no, A, D, I C, think, B. I think Nelson Mandela fabricated the whole thing. Dude, this fucking chapter. My summary. All right, bring it home. The Aryan reptile people created titles and money out of nothing to control the humans who wanted both titles and money. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they want it? I don't know. Here, title, here, title uh, and money. Many of the battles throughout history were battles between Aryan bloodlines. <laughs> Broodlines? I guess it's bloodlines. My, my mistake. Broodlines. They exhibited covert control over the humans instead of overt control because they trick the humans into thinking they don't exist then they get then they don't get overthrown. Also, <laughs> David Icke has no idea how money works. <laughs> David Icke does not know how money works at all. Do the let's talk, let's let's play because we have oh, a clip. We have a clip of, of Sarah reading. This is David Icke's idea of how financial systems work. Um, this is a man who clearly has no idea how much. This works. is a guy who got turned down for a loan and oh, is super fucking he's upset. Super mad. Why can't you just make the money I for me? Go back and print some. That's <laughs> not how this works at all. Once again, they traveled under the heading of Phoenicians, and they settled in the north of Italy in 466 AD in what is now Venice. These Phoenicians then became known as Venetians. They built a powerful maritime, of course, and financial empire, which was based on lending people money that does not exist in charging them interest on it. This is another common theme of the Babylonian Brotherhood over thousands of years, and today this financial scam controls the purse strings of the planet. How do the reptiles control purse strings? Like, how does a snake manipulate a purse string? It'd be very difficult. They got to grab it with their... They got to, like, pull it with their their mouth. They got to ask their partner to hold the other side while they draw it close. Maybe like a two-headed snake? Like, they're one of those fucked up two-headed snakes? Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe a boa can maybe wrap around one end with its tail. And really, like, tie itself up in a fucking knot. Yeah. Maybe maybe a boa is the purse string. I think they should just get a wallet. Like, maybe maybe they should just move to a different... Maybe made out of alligator. (laughs) (laughs) When you go to a bank for a loan, the bank does not print a single new note or mint a single new coin. Right. Right. That's okay. So you're right so far, David. Yeah, that would be inappropriate and counterfeiting. (laughs) It simply types into your account the size of the loan. And from that moment, you start to pay interest on what is nothing more than figures on a screen. (laughs) Nope. No, that's no, no because you got because you got a good for it. Like if I go in and I ask for a loan and I say I would like a loan to buy a house and then I get the house, I pay that person money, I pay the bank money for that house, but the bank gave that person who I bought the house from gobs of money up front, and then I pay it back at a slower rate. That's what a loan is. They don't go, you're right, like he's right, they don't go in the back and just print money because they're not the fucking treasury, they're not the U.S. Mint. That would ruin our economy in like 10, ten seconds. Like it would be like right because any money bank is would meaningless. Be like, hmm, right, uh, the value yeah. of money is essentially meaningless. It's runaway inflation. It's, it's fucking. It's it's crazy. Deflation. It's crazy. Nobody would ever do that. 
but banks have some of their money. And then they give out some of their money to people who pay it back. Yes, they're typing it on a screen because nobody walks around with fucking... It's not fucking ye oldie times. You don't have a fucking bag with a great big dollar sign on it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or you got a guy who's standing in the corner like, hey, you owe me 50 bucks. What am I going to... I'm going to fucking break your fucking legs, David, if you don't get me a 50 bucks. I'll have to pull off your chameleon tail and you'll grow it right back. It's still wriggling in my hand. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I I think it's a lot more complicated, clearly, than the the description I gave, right? It's a lot more complicated than what I said. Sure, of course it is. But there's a lot more layers on there where they have the money out in different spaces and they might not have exactly that money, but they're they're promising that money to someone else. There's it's very it's very complex, but that doesn't mean that the money isn't there. The bank has created money out of nothing and insist that you pay them for doing so. If anyone else did that, they would be arrested for fraud. But the banks do it every day quite legally. <laughs> you're an asshole. You're just an asshole. Like, here's the thing. You're just an asshole. He doesn't believe this. Do you think he believes this? I don't know. I don't know. Man. Nobody, who's, nobody who's ever been to a bank to get a fucking sucker. No one has ever been to a fucking bank to get a fucking treat from their dog from the teller window. Has ever really That's believed? Yeah, you never taken your pet. Well, you don't have a dog. Yeah, if you drive through the through the bank thing, they put a treat in the thing for your dog. If you have a dog, really? Yeah, they all do it. All of the banks? Every bank I've ever been to, if I've had a dog in the car, sends you a little biscuit for your dog. If they don't, I fucking put a beehive back in that thing and send it back to them. <laughs> We're a third of the way through this thing. Yeah, that's good. It's we're rocking and rolling. I think we're doing it's pretty good. Great, look, buddy, it's the greatest secret. Biggest. The fucking most bestest secret. It's the, that secret. Is it the biggest secret? It is. It is. I was holding it in my hand, mocking you, <laughs> and I fucked it up. No, take that, me. <laughs> Podcasters. They live in squalor, destitute and disenfranchised, eking out an existence as best they can in such desolate places as Chicago. In pairs, but otherwise alone, they suffer from hunger and thirst, barely making it day to day on store-brand chicken wings and weak domestic beer. But now you can help. For just a few dollars a podcast, pennies a day, you can give them the restaurant-style chicken wings and imported beer that they so desperately need. For less than the price of a cup of coffee, you can make a difference in their lives, allowing them the opportunity to rant unfettered as nature intended. Please, go to patreon.com backslash pod today make a pledge and help these poor innocent creatures lead a life worth living well this is uh this is from huffington post phil robertson uh this dude fucking lost his full mind he straight lost his full mind uh this is great he was he was uh asked to speak i don't know by who who would ask this guy to speak 
And what did he wear? Did he wear like dirty pajamas? That's what he looks like. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> hey, seriously. Every time I see this guy, I'm just like, I'm like, does this guy, does this guy just get his stuff from like a fucking Amvets box? Yeah. This is like a dirty sack wrapped in dirtier sacks. <laughs> this, and this is like if somebody took like, th- this is like if somebody like let out the Count of Monte Cristo. <laughs> <laughs> And then rubbed him in oil. That's he, what he would look and like. And he would still have dirtier fingernails than the right. kind of Monte Cristo. I couldn't yeah. be this fucking yeah. disheveled. We're going to play a clip. There's two clips, actually, we're going to play. Um, but the first one is uh, him talking about what, what, uh, what proves Jesus is real. He did come. And ever last one of you seated in here and the rest of America and most of the world, their calendar documents it. It is 2016 years since Jesus showed up, right? So don't tell me he wasn't here. (laughs) What? (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Uh, That's your fucking evidence? That's your evidence, though. Don't tell me he wasn't here because we made a calendar for him. (laughs) <laughs> Look, man, I leave out cookies for Santa. <laughs> it doesn't mean there's Santa. I know. It just means that uh, I left out some cookies. We call this is terrible Thursday from Thor's day. Yeah, that doesn't mean that there's doesn't Thor. Mean there's a Thor. Right. By the way, if your calendar is dated on of all the human beings who have ever walked on the earth. And your calendar is dedicated and predicated to just one of them? Evidently, something rather large went down (laughs) back then. (laughs) Your calendar documents it. Uh, How come we say uh, it's 2016 years? I don't believe in this Jesus stuff. I said, well, you're counting time by him, dude. Face it. That literally means nothing. <laughs> that, I mean, that, do you think he believes this? How do you? How do you? The get audience to that? is crackling. I, I, they up. love it. They think it's great. They're like, they're like, but this they, is they great. Think it, they think of it like a stand-up routine. Though. Right. It's like when you hear a stand-up guy say something. I think, you know, I can't think that he believes that, because all you have to do to him is say, like, well, look, a lot of people agreed that we would just agree to it because a lot of people were religious. So what? Yeah, but that wouldn't fly with him, right? Like, yeah, I don't think he would. I don't think he would buy that. I think you'd have to. You'd have to come up with some kind of non-Christian analog. There also is. There also is. I think. Um, I think there's probably a lot of proof that shows that the the, the, the dates are really off. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 No. No. Those dates are completely fucking fucked yeah. up and arbitrary. Yeah. But uh, nonetheless, I mean, it's not like we. When was the Gregorian calendar, which we use now? When was it even invented? wasn't invented like the day after Jesus popped up. It wasn't like, hey, Jesus, anyway, let's have a new calendar. Yeah, exactly. Nobody did that. Yeah. It's it, like it, it, this was religious people made a decision, a conscious decision to build a calendar based off an event, which they decided arbitrarily happened at, at, at an approximate date. That's all that happened. That's it. We ha- we've had other calendars. Like did the other calendars that we had. There's currently other calendars right now. Right. Are, are they... Do you think he just doesn't know yeah. that? I mean, we have a fucking Chinese New Year that happens. I know, year. right? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it's fucking, and well, they have like dragons are real because yeah. it's the year of the dragon. Year of the rat. Right. Right. Yeah. 
Here's another clip of, of Pat Robertson. Is it Phil Robertson? Phil Robertson. Sorry, sorry. When you allow men to determine, as Zach said, what's right and what's wrong, you get decisions like the five judges who said, I mean, I know we have 7,000 years of history. We have more than that. Yeah, we have a lot more history. Way more that. history yeah. than that. Yeah. 7,000 years, pretty much a blip on the old history radar. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Of men marrying women, a male and a female, for that reason, they'll leave their father and mother and cleave to one another and become one flesh. Does that ever happen? Like, do Not we have Frankenstein long. people? Yeah, you, look, you become one flesh for maybe mm. seven to 12 minutes, and somebody gets a sandwich. That's I it. I don't know that I've ever become one flesh. No. I mean, I've, I've engulfed other things <laughs> with, my, with my dirt, but I wouldn't call them part of my flesh. I'm not sure she's yeah. my flesh. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's been that way for 7,000 years. Get real mad, bro. But we know best for what's everyone. We, we know, know best for what's everyone. English motherfucker, do you speak it? We know best. Trust us, we know what we're doing. And now there's grown men barging in on you ladies when you're putting your Maybelline on. Oh my God, is that offensive in every way? Holy fucking shit. <laughs> God damn, that offends. I can't think of what's not offensive about that. No, yes, literally everything yeah, pretty about Pretty much that. everything. That's like, it's like, it's like it's perfectly crafted. Uh, here's a news flash. You see this? He's, drag he's grabbing his beard right now. This be male. <laughs> ladies, ladies, all you ladies, you will never, ever catch this cat coming up in your bathroom. Ever. You're horrified. Nobody wants you in any Who location cares? they attend. Who cares? Like fucking that that's right. not that's not what the fucking it's not what the fucking uh, debate is about. I know. He's making it about the idea that like any old guy can just walk into a bathroom, any bathroom that he wants to. And that's that's not what that's it's about. Not at all but it's but it's again what you're doing is you're simplifying the argument down to the very worst possible portion. Well, and essentially lying about lying it. Lying about in, it in, 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 the, in the process, in a way yeah. in a way that that makes people uh react in a way that's like guttural or that's that's you know yeah there's that there, there's an instinct that right? instinct yeah. response right. where you right. just immediately like no 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 that's not what we want well right. that's not what anybody's asking yeah good nobody's, i'm glad nobody's not what you want because yeah, nobody's saying nobody's that. saying that right yeah. you know why i'm a man why do i know this why do i know this <laughs> it took me a second this story comes from Right Wing Watch. This is David Barton, the uh, lying faux historian. Yeah, he's Fox historian. He's Fox. I like, that. like that. I like that. A little something yeah. for you there. Yeah, a little something for you. This guy's uh, discredited every way you can be. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. He, the guy never says anything that's true. Just no. makes up shit out of whole cloth. So yeah. he's basically the Whirlman of, uh, of. Of I don't know if he's that historians. bad. No, yeah, I don't think he's, he's a plagiarist. not that bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, you're saying you know we don't know necessarily the pieces of the puzzle that got right. moving around here. I mean, it's not always the piece we might have necessarily wanted to to, to pick up and use. 
Uh, but he's that's why he's wiser than us. And who are we to say whether or not this is a Cyrus or a or a uh, uh, you know as you said Nebuchadnezzar? Or those what the what? Osiris and Nebuchadnezzar? I don't. Are we really talking about Nebuchadnezzar? All I hear isn't is the that matrix. the ship on the Matrix? That's it. That's it. It's the Matrix. <laughs> this is the Matrix. It was also a magic card. Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah, there was a ne- something about Nebuchadnezzar. It's, I don't think that's real. Yeah. Like I hear that. I hear that phrase, and I'm just like, Meh. my brain just. That's like, an ancient. It's an ancient word, though. There's like yeah, a, it's some fucking ye olde stuff, right? Like you listen, it's like maybe he's like Osiris or Nebuchadnezzar. Like maybe he's not. Maybe he's Donald Trump. Kind of situations where God can still use him if he's the nominee. Well, one thing I know for sure is that in this this race of primaries, we had a lot of really good God guys in there. <laughs> really good God guys. <laughs> We had a lot of really, hey, uh, I was out of God, uh, I was our list of God guys. Hey, we got some good God guys in there? I don't know. How many God, how many God guys you got? I don't know, a couple, two, three of them? And we had a huge turnout of, of professing Christians and evangelicals and others. And so there is nothing to complain about, about we didn't get a voice, we didn't get a candidate. We had great candidates to choose from. You oh. had great candidates? Oh my you god! You had fucking 130 fucking people, <laughs> and they all sucked. They, they were, were all the worst person ever. Like they were, like if they lined up the United States in most qualified and least qualified to run the country, they would have been the last 32 people that, that I would pick. That's your fucking. That is your field, yeah. right? That was the field of nightmares, not yeah. the field of dreams, <laughs> exactly. right? That shit was a fucking clown car. They, like we had a lot of really good guy guys, and we ended up with Trump. That's it. <sighs> You know that you're fucking you're batting some fucking turds up there when you fucking the guy who wins is Trump. The second to last guy was what was his name again? Milk toast. Like what was it? I mean honestly, what was no, his seriously, name? Seriously, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Yeah. Yeah. A guy <laughs> there was an actual website <laughs> devoted to whether or not he was human. Yeah. And that's and truthfully, before that, the actual nominee was Mitt Romney. Who the biggest complaint was like, we're not sure he's a real person either, right? Yeah. Like he's you, like a Stepford person. You keep yeah. running these fake people. Like yeah. you keep running people whose connection to reality and connection to anyone who's ever had a job doing a work and buying a food. Like, can you imagine running? You've never run into Donald Trump at the grocery store. Could you imagine Romney even considering what it's like to be a, a like having a reg, just a middle income salary? Can right. You, I mean, they they you just they're just on another level. They they can't. It's it's like uh, let me go ahead and buy some faded glory jeans. Like the guy's <laughs> never. T- <laughs> He buys dad jeans all day. He's not waiting for the rollback. Right, exactly. He's not not checking out his fucking Kohl's cash to figure out if he can buy. He's never put anything on layaway before. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like like the the fact is, is that and and Trump is the same way. You know, Hillary's the same way, too. For sure. For sure. All we have are these people that are just like. Like once in a while, you'll come across somebody like Bernie Sanders. Who's like, yeah, I just got one suit. I'm really mad about it. You know, <laughs> know right? he just got he's got one he's got one fucking suit. I got another yeah, speaking yeah. engagement. Can you press my suit at the men's warehouse? <laughs> exactly right. right? I only if it's free. I'll only right, go I'm, if it's free. But you know, the fact is, is like none of these people have any idea what it's like to you know be paycheck to paycheck. God right, forbid. Right. You know what I mean? Like no, they, they don't understand what that's like. But they but they they seem to sing that song no matter what where they go. Sure, because they're, they're so fucking rich. They're four hundred one. K has a 401k, yeah, exactly. right? Their 401k yeah. is looking forward to retirement, yeah. right? They're just like, I don't know, I'm a little, I'm, I'm just, I'm beat from being so enormous. I might have to fucking, I'm so fucking big. I might have to take a fucking Roth IRA on my 401k. That's how fucking rich I am. They don't even use those investment vehicles. That's how fucking rich these regular, these people are. 
But we're looking at somebody like Donald Trump, and he's a fucking God guy? Yeah. What did Donald Trump? Donald Trump doesn't care about God at all. That's the thing, though. I want to. I kind of want to hear him say it. And this is who the people chose, and this is who yeah. the people chose with a really high turnout of evangelicals. So I kind of look back and say, hmm, I wonder where God's fingerprint is in this, because this is this is not necessarily a failure of the church. That may not be our, our preferred candidate, but that doesn't mean it may not be God's candidate to do something that we don't see. God has a candidate. Yeah, he wants if. Uh, he would be the the only way I could think that God were real and God would want Donald Trump to be around is if he was going to usher in Armageddon. Like that would be the only thing I could imagine Donald Trump would be good at doing. Why would God have a candidate? Oh, I hope he wins. You're God. <laughs> you don't need you a candidate. Like all the power. It'd be like if I was like, look, I'm the boss at work, right? Like I walk into my building, I'm the boss. It'd be like I walked in, I was like, anyway, I hope things go the way I hope they go. But fucking you're the boss, man. You're the actual boss. You control time and matter. Like, you don't have to fucking decide, oh, I got my own candidate. I hope fucking more people vote for my guy <laughs> than the other person that I actually created. You created them all. Why you're, you're creating people to battle each other, but you really want one to win, but you just can't decide, so you have to have a fucking election? <laughs> Are you kidding me? And we may look back in a few years and say, wow, you know, he really did some things that none of us expected. So I am fully open to the possibility that because we did everything as Christians we could, we can't complain about our turnout, we can't complain about our quality of candidates, and this is what this is what the people chose. I, I, I'm I'm a whole lot more open to the fact that God may have something going here that's much bigger than what we think or see. I love that that he's so lukewarm about the candidate on his side that he's just like, look, I don't get it either. I don't know. I don't know. That's what he's saying here. He's just like, look, look, guys. I don't get it. I don't see it. You know, I don't know what Bill Seasoner, uh, not yeah. my girl, not you know, not, not somebody, yeah. but, uh, you know, I don't know. She must give redhead. Who knows? I don't know. She fucking suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Not sure what's going on there. She must be great with the kids. I'm not yeah. sure. Seems like a fucking horrible person. She could suck the crumb off a trailer. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That, but but I, what I see it as is more like like the mom trying to convince the kid that this that the stewed carrots taste really good. Sure. Like, right. Mm, mm, these are so good. Mm, mm, here you ready? Are you Love ready? It. Are Love you ready? Mm, uh, right. Here comes the plane. Right. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. This story comes from Right Wing Watch, and this is Michelle Obachman. Uh, Obama and Hillary have switched sides and support Islamic terrorism. Huh. Well, All right, she's well, only been singing this tune for fucking seven years. Well, Let's wonder if she's got a fucking different key she can sing it in. I don't know, who she's, she, I don't know which show she was on, but this is the, this is, oh, she was on Ronnie Floyd. No. Who was guest hosting Washington Watch. Nobody so. cares about any of that. Well, I'm just Nobody say. could care. Ronnie Floyd? I'm just saying. It. What the fuck? Who the fuck is Ronnie Floyd? He's a Pink Floyd cover band. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. When I left Congress, I was serving on the Intelligence Committee. You were on the Intelligence Committee? <laughs> well, no wonder you left Congress. You could line up the entire... Senate and House, and she would be the last person I would pick to be on the intelligence. Uh, they just committee. Hey, once you got on, they just had to name it the committee. Yeah. Like just, she's on the intelligence committee. Well, how did that fucking happen? Was there a quota? <laughs> did they get a discount? She's like that one handicapped kid right? that has to be in there. Ha, 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 hello. <laughs> okay, all right, come on, come on in. It's all right. No, he's, he's harmless. Don't worry. Just. Don't worry. When he bites, it's just just yeah. rub. Just just tell him to stop. Just smack him on the nose. It's fine. Smack him on the nose. <laughs> use this rolled up. Roll use up. this rolled up bill. Yeah. <laughs> smack her on the nose. 
she just keeps she keeps on she keeps on chewing on legislation. They have to like put her outside. She's got one of those bark collars on. Every time she tries to interject, dot dot, it just shocks her. She probably does have one of those bark collars on her husband, though. I, I bet she's say. got one of those at oh, home. Yeah, she's got right? one of those choker chains on her there husband. You go. Yeah. She's got those, She's leading him yeah. around on all fours, like <laughs> fucking smacking his ass with a riding crop. <laughs> and he's like, don't stop. Whatever you do, don't stop. <laughs> and my mind was completely focused on the rising jihadist attacks that were happening not only across the world, but also in the United States. And I was extremely alarmed at what I saw with the Obama administration, and particularly with Hillary Clinton when she was Secretary of State, because it was the oddest thing in the world to me. I saw our nation, in effect, switching sides. We used to be about fighting Islamic terrorism. And what I saw happen in our government is that it seemed like we were switching modes to almost assisting them. In what way? In what fucking way? Were we were we like, oh, anyone anyone need a hand bombing a fucking Ramadan festival? Come in. <laughs> exactly. No, nobody. That's not. That's never ever happened one time ever. Nobody wants. Are we are we are we fucking perpetrating the bombing in Baghdad that happened the other day? Fucking wiped out two hundred plus people. We're no? inviting them over to uh, to the White House, and then the the gift that they the little gift bag has a drone in it. It's just pressure cookers. Yeah, it's oh, just everybody Jesus gets pressure Christ. cookers. <laughs> hey it's guys, like it's like that pampered chef. Like Obama <laughs> has a pampered chef thing, and he just had. Come a, on, guys, yeah. I get a hostess. I get a host <laughs> gift. If you guys, I just need a couple of people to buy. Just a handful of things. Is there any way you could buy one of these dildos? Yeah, you guys could, uh, could yeah. get one of these fucking generic cock rings. <laughs> <laughs> Never go for the generic cock right? ring. Yeah, you know, sometimes. When it comes to sex toys, always go to, uh, top end of the market. Splurge on splurge yourself. Splurge on right? your sex toys. That's your dick. Here's the thing spend some money no on it. No matter what, you got to spend. Because the the the, lo- the lower price you pay, the more you chafe. That's just <laughs> that's just how it works. That's, there's nothing more disappointing than a fucking cheap sex toy, right? You're oh, just yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> which is a bizarre thing for someone to say, especially someone who is a member of Congress who sat on the <laughs> Intelligence Committee. She sat there desperately looking around, struggling to understand the situation. <laughs> If maybe I'll pick it up from context if I sit here long enough. <laughs> but I saw that it actually came to the point where our government was giving arms, giving ammunition, and giving training to those who are part of the Islamic Jihad. If that isn't assisting a jihad, I don't know what is. And, of course, now um, more recent stories have been coming out that are even more troubling. One thing that I had undercovered or uh, was a part of uh, being very concerned about when I was in Congress was the influence of the Muslim Brotherhood in our government. It is very clear that the Muslim Brotherhood, which is a uh, an umbrella organization, I can't hear the Muslim Brotherhood and not think of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. <laughs> I just can't. Like I can't. 
Like I'm always like fucking one of them's going to be saber tooth. I thought I just, no matter what happens, I feel the same thing when she says the umbrella, like it's an umbrella organization. I just think of like umbrella from the fucking from resident, resident evil. evil. Yeah. Right. Of which there are 70 different jihadist franchises across the world. Wait, they're franchising now? Oh, yeah, yeah. You didn't know Could that... Could you be a jihadist artist? Like, yeah, it's like know, a subway franchise? <laughs> <or just like. laughs> You'd think that jihadists would, would, you know, actually make their money off of the explosions, but they're actually the largest real estate owners. <laughs> they were putting people of influence and bringing people into the United States who were on our terror watch list. Hillary Clinton herself granted waivers. Was she fucking signing shit out like a fucking hall monitor? <laughs> they just fucking like waivers? They like ring. Oh, yeah. We're on the terrorist watch list, but I got a waiver from Hillary Clinton. Oh, well, come on in yeah. then. Welcome. Enjoy your bombing. <laughs> Nobody's. What? How, does, how would that system even work? Why would it work? And how would you verify that it was a waiver signed by Hillary Clinton? It's like, how would that retarded. even work? And okay, so so let's imagine for just a moment that that happened. It has resulted in zero bombings as a result of the Hillary Clinton waiver system. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a pretty good waiver. Not a bad waiver. Right? Yeah. Like, so far as I know, there hasn't been any uh, bombings that we can trace back to the Hillary Clinton waiver system. So, okay, it's a fucking 100% foolproof program so far. <laughs> Maybe she should vet everybody that comes into this fucking thing. For people from the Muslim Brotherhood to come into the United States, and I think these are the kind of things that, that uh, the listeners of Family Research Council need to understand when they look at how important this particular election is. We had 17 very good candidates who ran on the Republican side in the primary. 17 candidates. I just heard that said out loud with the words very good after that. <laughs> and, I, and for a second, I thought I was having a stroke. Yeah. Like the left side of my face started to become paralyzed. <laughs> I just, 17 very good. Really? Rick Santorum? Rick Santorum on that was list. amazing. Yeah. Ben Carson yeah. on that list. Ben Carson, the guy who thought that the fucking pyramids stored grain in them. <laughs> From Joseph, stored grain in the pyramids. Rick Santorum, who's Rick Santorum every day that he wakes up? Every day. He, I think about that for a second. He never wakes he up. He never not, wakes not, up and is not Rick yeah, Santorum. He never wakes up and not covered in Santorum. It's, it's horrifying. Yeah, he's always covered in Santorum. And you don't want to be covered. You just want to have like a nice patina. Here's the thing. It's always, he's always eyeball deep in Santorum. Ah. We ultimately came down to one choice, which is Donald Trump. Um, I know that my first choice, for instance, was Ted Cruz when he was running. I like nobody likes Donald Trump. Everyone <laughs> is like, like, just uh, so you know, guys, uh, I totally didn't want him in there. Likes, <laughs> I met my first Trump supporter last weekend. Did you? I did. Yeah? I did. I had a conversation with this guy who's a uh, strongman competitor over the weekend. Okay. So, like, he deadlifts cars and does all that stuff. Sure. So it was a very polite conversation. Because I was afraid he was going to kill me, yeah. <laughs> which he could have easily done. But he's a, he's the first Trump supporter I've met in person. Could he tell you why? Did you ask him why? Or yeah, we had, we had a conversation with a, uh, about, again, I didn't push that hard, uh, mostly because you cannot move an immovable wall of flesh like that. Understandable, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's like, I just don't want another politician in office. And I'm like, but he's running for political office, which makes him a politician. Like, he is a politician. Yeah. Definitionally. Yeah, um, but that didn't work out. That that he doesn't that, care. Yeah, no, he it just did wants not a, work out. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, he wants a rich guy in office. Yeah. Ben Carson was running, who was great. Mike Huckabee. We had a lot of great choices, 
Now we have Donald Trump. <laughs> I love it. Oh, we had a lot of great choices. Yeah, it's like it's and like now it's, it's Trump. It's like there's like a fucking like a like a, a roulette wheel of sex acts, and you're like, come on, no handy, no handy, no handy, <laughs> handy. Uh, Fine. And you're just like, I'll, look, I'll take it. I'll give you a handy when I pull it out of the hat. It's, it's not, not a practice. practice. <laughs> and what I see, uh, Ronnie, is that we've got really one major choice. That's will we choose Hillary Clinton or will we choose Donald Trump? For me, it isn't even hard. I'm going to choose Hillary. If it's not even hard, you just got to keep playing with it. That's <laughs> fine. It'll get there. Just Don't give up hope. If it's not hard, Michelle, just buy a high-quality sex toy like we talked about earlier. She's so used with her husband. She's so used to it not being hard. She's like, I have never seen it hard. I don't even, Does it get hard? And then she's like, it gets hard? That's real hard. Huh. Huh. Maybe in someone else. So we'd like to thank our uh, newest patrons. Uh, of course, we'd like to thank all our patrons, but we'd like to thank our newest patrons. First one is, it's not human intelligence. <laughs> the Taminator, More Pie, Randy, the Skeptic Smash Talk podcast. And I, I, they had uh, actually asked permission. The Skeptic Smash Talk podcast had asked us uh, if they could use the Skeptic's Creed. And they're actually doing a review of the Skeptic's Creed each week uh, on their show. Robert, Rue Marie, Katrina, Dom, Pamela, Larry, Brandon, and I think I should make Tom say this one, but I'm going to say it. Hooray for President Trump. Boo for Danishes. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Fucking everything. About, I, can we refuse that donation? No, we're going to. I, don't want I, want, I, I want the money? That, I want that one. I want all yeah. the money. And then also a person by the name of, of Lasse. I think it's Lasse. I don't know how to pronounce. The last name has an O with a fucking slash through it. Nope. Like that's like null set. Yeah. Like, like what? Exactly. What is that? I don't even know. Like it's, not it's a like thing. it's like that. That doesn't have a value or something. <laughs> right? I don't know. Thank you though. Thank everybody. All of our new patrons. We really do appreciate it. And um, and uh, we are trying to like we said we're trying to reach a goal. We are recording an Alex Jones episode. Pa- uh, a patron-only episode that should be releasing next week. We're recording it this Sunday, and uh, and that should be a lot of fun. We're going to get together and uh, and listen to a bunch of Alex Jones. Jesus clips. Christ! It's Alex Jones. You want it? We don't. Yeah. This is love. That's what love is, right? Love is love is reluctant anal, right? Yeah. That's what it is. It's like I love it. You don't. <laughs> just get, someone's gritting their teeth and just working its way yeah. in. Is that's there it. Any way that we can you're do just, this? You're yeah. just like you're just like oh, it's good. It's fine. It doesn't hurt at I'd all. I'd like to put anal back on the books. <laughs> but no, uh, we uh, we really do appreciate it. So that we are going to be giving our patrons a uh, a Alex Jones episode. Uh, if you're interested in that, you can become a patron for as little as a dollar a show. And uh, and it will lead us toward our goal, which is hopefully two major goals in the near future. The first one is to hire someone to help out with some of the admin work, not with any of the editing work. And uh, please don't send us your resumes just yet. And then uh, the the other goal is for us to do uh, several meetups uh, all over uh, the continental United States and Canada. Uh, we would do uh, up to four a year if we get to that level. So. And we also got a PayPal donation, PayPal again, another way to donate to the show. Justin sent us a PayPal donation this week. Thank you so much. You can go to our webpage, DissonancePod.com, click on Donate, and donate to the show. 
We uh, got a message uh, a while back from the Wayward Atheists, and it looks like we'll be doing a podcast with them this Sunday. I will let you know when that particular episode airs, but we will be on the Wayward Atheist podcast. We got a message from Stuart. Stuart's going to be a, a guest of ours hopefully soon. Um, we are going to hopefully have Stuart on to talk about some of David Icke's biggest secret. Jesus Christ. Um, we need to get back to talking to Stuart to figure out what chapter is the best for for uh, you just use the word best and chapter yeah, in reference in to reference this book. to David Ike uh, for Stuart to come on but Stuart uh, had mentioned why 19.5 Tom is a significant I'm so mad number. I'm gonna read this I'm gonna read this out loud as if this was a series of words that strung together in this order makes sense quick quick version Richard C Hoagland face on Mars guy Believes in hyperdimensional torsion physics. Is that where your ball gets twisted? That's it, right. You got it. It's a fucking emergency. Like yeah. you got to That's fucking. You got to really got to work. I mean, yeah. Michelle Some, Bachman does that to her husband. That's all it, the time. right. It's yeah. just thank you. Can I have another? <laughs> Something he made up from Russians who made it up. Nineteen point five comes from the angle the point of a tetrahedron makes with the circumference of what? a sphere that it's inscribed within. What? Cares. I looked at this. I looked at this image that he sent us, and it looks just like a, a triangle upside down in a circle. It does. It says Richard claims that it's at 19.5 multiples thereof, and divisors thereof, and other numerological combinations thereof, sharpshooter fallacy, where upwellings of energy happen on planets. David Icke, being the great thief of all new age crap, took it from Richard and incorporated it into his mythology I'm, we're finding out that da that david actually steals from everybody and he's just, the whirlyman yeah, of he, this whole uh, he's not that bad yeah he's not that whirlyman's a monster we got a, a david ike bumper this is from uh null in simple terms there is a predator race which take a reptilian form they're feeding off humanity they've turned humanity into a slave race they demand human sacrifice that's where satanism comes in they feed off human energy particularly feed off the energy of children say what 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 why, what? What a load of shit. I don't know what all that means. I just thought I might use it someday. <laughs> I like it. I like, I like it. it. It's good. Uh, we got an image uh, that I'm going to put on this week's show notes. Jesus Christ. Exactly. What That's am exactly I, what, it. What am I going to do That's with this? That's exactly it. We're gonna, if you want to see this image, you'll need to go to uh, to our website, dissonancepod.com, and check out uh, uh, episode 304. I don't know what our lives have become. I didn't write any haikus today. I didn't have time, but we did get an haiku. Uh, this one is from Jim Bob. Aquatic Nagas, evil human reptile gods, or just crocodiles. I like that. <laughs> I like that. It's got a great ending. Nicely done, Jim Bob. We got an image uh, for this week, and uh, everybody knows uh, our mannequin, Gary. Gary has a whole family, a whole family of... Crazy looking mannequins. The the little girl's the most terrifying one, in my opinion. She looks the problem with the little girl mannequin is she looks abjectly terrified. And well, she looks terrified, but she also looks like a fuck doll. She looks like she's about to be she looks like right then in that photo, she just got penetrated <laughs> by surprise. <laughs> like a tentacle or right? something. It's, it's in just, Japan, so it's I terrible. figure it's a tentacle. We got another David Ike bumper. This one is from Steven. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, That's like a that. contender right That's there. Funny. That one's really good. It's just funny. I like that one a lot. We got a message from Angie, and Angie wanted to know uh, 
Uh, the question is, how is Sarah able to read the book from that Ike guy without cracking up and saying, what the fuck? Uh, are you drugging uh, her before her having to read it? No, it's not like I'm going to have sex with her. <laughs> you couldn't give her enough drugs. <laughs> you kidding me? No, but uh, but Sarah, my wife Sarah reads for us, and there are many times that she'll just burst out laughing or she'll just stop and hold the book and look at me like, what the fuck What is am this? I supposed to be doing with this? Yeah. So there's many like she's times. she's got your cock in her yeah, hand. Exactly. She's just like, she's like mm, I don't, yeah. is there another one? You can, can we swap these? She's like, I didn't ask for a Tic Tac. <laughs> <laughs> she looks at you like, I've got two hands for a reason, yeah. big fella. <laughs> and then I get the dildo out of the right? closet. You're like, ah, fine. Fine, I'll yeah. get. You do you, I'll Fine, do I'll get Captain 20 diesel. <laughs> It's like a, you can use it to like fucking chip concrete. Out of like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like a, it like doubles as a sawzall. Hang on a minute. The, the lights dim a little yeah. bit when we plug this one in. <laughs> it needs its own generator. It's got a 220 outlet. No, but, uh, unplug the washing yeah. machine. We're about to get real. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, she, she does it all the time. She does, she, she constantly, I edit it out, obviously, but yeah, she laughs. And there's a couple times that Tom has caught. That she has actually yeah. laughed right before. I can and I hear her it. smile. Yeah. You can, yeah, you yeah. can hear that. I can cut. hear the smile. Yeah, we got a message from Matt Tom that you wanted to read. He said, "I uh, just thought I'd express a recent thought after binge listening to a bunch of back episodes. It really strikes me that Cecil especially embodies the spirit of the truly unbiased and open-minded skeptic, often giving the benefit of the doubt to even the most dipshitted fuckwaddle of sources." It is actually all the more poignant to hear these idiots utterly thrashed after giving him every possible effort to see things from their side. Keep it up, man. I think that's great because that is something that I have always admired about you is that you genuinely do keep an open mind. My mind is as uh, snapped shut as most ladies' legs when they meet me. <laughs> when you they know, meet you. Or when, when they, they get to know me. You, and or then, when they see your photo. months into a relationship. <laughs> or you know, when I mean, they whatever. hear your voice. <laughs> we got a message. Uh, this is uh, from the Irreverent Skeptics podcast. And, uh, and they were talking about, uh, I said that there was a shorter delay for long guns in Illinois than there was for handguns. And they said, Cecil pointed out that there's a shorter de delay for long guns in Illinois and speculated that's because they do less damage. Let me be clear that up for you. While both handguns and long, long guns deal 3d6 plus 4 damage, the long gun requires both melee and range weapon proficiencies. So you need to be at a higher level to be able to use them. So you're more trustworthy than someone just just the range weapon proficiency. Uh, <laughs> this is amazing. This is because long guns are also usable as club, clubbing weapons like maces or hammers. Or, hey, hey, like clubbing weapons like the guy who went down the club. <laughs> <like a> pulse. <laughs> that's a clubbing weapon. That is a clubbing weapon. Oh, no. Yeah. Everything oh, that's about awesome. us is the worst. I love that. Fucking awesome fucking role-playing game reference that made me laugh. Thank you very much, Reverend Skeptics Podcast. We got a uh, an image. <laughs> just so funny. It's an image that's just super bitchy. This is from uh, <laughs> so from Devin. bitchy. It's uh, the best way to put it. Uh, this message, this this image. I'm going to put it on this episode, but it basically, uh, I'll read it to you. It says miracle noun, not explicable by natural or scientific laws, and then it it shows a, a billboard that says birth. Proof miracles happen. <laughs> That's so funny. And it's such a great image. I'll put it on this week's show notes. I always hated that, like, every birth is a miracle crap, or look right. at this miracle, or like, we had a miracle happen, and you're just like, no, it's fucking, it's like, it's like me taking a shit and calling that a miracle. Like, it's, it's super just, predictable. It's just right? a function of the human body, right. man. It's like, are you ovulating? Yeah. Yes. Here's some baby batter. Yeah. All right. There's a pretty good chance There's, we just made a human. There's no fucking right. miracle. Unless you fall down the stairs. Yeah. 
We got a pretty good yeah. world. Now that's America. That's- <laughs> <laughs> we got a Pastor Steven Anderson bumper, and this is perfect. He just cut this perfectly it's great. from last week's show. I'm a brainwashed idiot. I don't read the Bible. I don't love God. I'm just a brainwashed fool that has my mind filled with TV, Hollywood, and can't think for myself. It's perfect. <laughs> that is it's awesome. Perfect. Thank you, Matt, for sending that in. That was great. Great. We got a message from Tom, and Tom said that he's a big fan and a patron supporter, and he wanted to know if we wanted to come by. And uh, Bruce and Beery has a really cool God. little uh, beer setup. Little that is That looks amazing. A, it looks amazing. Oh, but uh, we, we did want to use so this jealous. as a jumping off point because someone else had invited us out. Um, we're going to start planning, hopefully. Well, I'm not going to start. Tom's going to start planning a... Uh, wait, I'm going to do oh, a thing? Oh, yeah, you're going to do it. I'm not doing it. A uh, thing? Um, that we're going to do a meetup, hopefully, in the oh, fall. It might, be, it, might, it might actually be the winter because we are going away for like two weeks in the fall. Who can I delegate this um, to? I feel like... Hmm, I don't know, Tom. Uh, it's going to be real tough. Uh, but anyway, Tom's going to figure out a day, and he's going to let us know soon when we're going to get together. But we will have a Chicago meetup for sure before the end of the year. Finally tonight... Yes. Here's a song yes. of metal and a pit bull. It's going to be great. Called Caninus. 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 Whatever. You love it. It's, yeah. like the, it's like the dog that fucking barks jingle bells. <laughs> it's just like, it's like the goats that do Silent, Silent Night. Yeah. I will say that growl is good because it does sound like the. God, it's just awful music. I can't beat off to that. Yes, you can. Well, don't don't cut I, yourself short. If I do, it's just so fast. It's over so quickly. I like to have nice like, I like like love music. Gotta let it. Gotta I, let it. I like to romance myself. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I make myself a nice cheese plate. Get some candles, nice glass of wine. I drink a little too much wine. Maybe some. Yeah. And I I wake up in the morning morning with a finger, my own finger in my ass. And I'm like, wait, I said no. (laughs) But I said yes. Uh, Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, We will have next week, hopefully, two shows. Yes, indeed. And a Pastor Manning show. Yeah, we got a lot of work to do. We got a lot of work to do this week. uh, I hope the fucking religious nuts do some funny shit between now and then. (laughs) We're looking forward to it. So, uh, And also look for us. Uh, We'll let you know when we'll be on that other podcast, too. But until then, we're going to leave you, like we always do, with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this.
The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council.